The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. She's one of the world's most influential names in fitness, listed among the AFR's Young Rich List, Forbes, and partnered with identities like Khloe Kardashian and Good American, boasting more than 15 million followers across the globe. With a family, an empire, and dumbbells in hand, Emily has made her dreams into reality, and she's here to show that you can too. This is the You Can Podcast by Emily Skye. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Sky, and I'm here with Sam Mangan. Welcome to the You Can podcast. Today we are joined by a very special guest, one of my friends who's from far away over in... Where, where do you actually live? I live in... Well, I, all over who, the place. I should I say think. who this is first, Hi. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably. Um, a good friend and actress... Claire Holt. Hello. Welcome. Yeah, that's it. What's all of the above. All of the above. Who even knows? And isn't that the weirdest story, right? (laughs) You guys are friends and then we have this like bizarre weirdo connection. It is very strange actually. Isn't it? So I went to school with Erin Keneally. Yes. Who was in my grade. Shout out to Erin. Hey, Erin. And then obviously Stacey, you're very close with. Stacey's my cousin who lives out here. Yeah. And then my sister, her best friend in high school was your cousin, Laura. It's very mental. But to be fair, my dad's one of 10 and there are so many (laughs) children (laughs) that you're bound bound to be friends with one of them. I think someone is. But yeah, it's very cool. We might be related. Who knows? Yeah. You could be one of my cousins. (laughs) Yeah. How are you finding it living out here? So are you based in LA or? Yeah. So I'm based between LA and Miami right now or uh, wherever I am. Yes, or on a plane. Miami. Or on a plane. Yeah. I love Miami. Yeah. We almost so moved to um, Fort Lauderdale. Oh, you did? Ago. Yeah, we were looking. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I, so I live 30-ish minutes from Fort Lauderdale in Miami uh, half the year. And then I haven't been working since I got pregnant and when I had my son. So that's been where I've been. But, yeah. uh, you know, when I'm filming, I'm all over the place. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. How exciting. And I've been out here for, I do. I've been out here for almost 11 years now. Wow. Um, which is so mind blowing to me. I can't yeah. quite believe it. Was it hard to pick up and move over here? Yeah, so I feel like I did it at a time where, you know, ignorance is bliss. I was 20 yeah. years old and I was completely naive and I just felt like, well, of course it's going to work out. Yeah. You just have yeah. this blind faith. Because well, you were already on. Shows at home. I was on a show at, on a, yeah. at home called um, H2O, Just Have Water, which is a mermaid show. You were a mermaid? Oh, I played a mermaid, yeah. yes. <laughs> but that hadn't been the success that it has found since it's Literally, been on Netflix. I was Netflix. Say, such a cultural It's pretty crazy. It? Yeah. So that came with Netflix, but it wasn't like that when I moved here. Yeah. There, were, there was some fans, but it wasn't as big as it is now, um, which I'm very grateful for. And it was an awesome opportunity. But so I didn't really have that much under my belt and I certainly didn't have that many connections when I came out here. I had like no friends whatsoever. Mm. I knew my manager at the time who I'd signed with uh, from Australia, but was she was based out here and that was it. So it was cu- thinking now. How far back what, are we going? It was almost 11 years ago. Wow. So what I, d- that was so was the cool mental. Thing to do. I, I tell myself that. I'm I not so sure, is. but I like... To- everyone comes across now <laughs> thinking they're like going to be an actress. Hemsworths did it. And then all of a sudden, everyone was like, we can do this too. I there can be lo- yeah. There were lots of people that came over. But at the time, there weren't that many Australians. And so um, I really like craved a network that I didn't have. Yep. And I found it very tough. 
um, I, I didn't realize how difficult it would be to pack up and move to another country without family mm. and without money because I it's really didn't have any money. It's quite an city too, right? It is. And until you find your people and yep. your places yep. and where you want to live and be, it's yep. so widespread and it's just very hard to sort of find the people that you want to spend time with, especially totally. coming from Australia. Um, you know, we're quite different culturally, yeah. yes. I There's think. There's a lot of fakeness in this town too, like let's be honest. Yeah, yes. There's a lot of people out here who are – Pretending to be something they're not and promising the world and all these sorts well, of things. Well, so I'll give you an example of that. When I first moved, a guy at the Whole Foods Hot Bar came up to me and was like, you should be in my movie. And oh, I was like, God. great, I'm going to be in this movie. That's excellent. And you were excited. I'm like, so yes. thrilled. And then it was. <laughs> I swiftly realized that that absolutely was never going to happen. It wasn't um, one He probably, <laughs> no, don't think he actually ever made a movie, that guy. <laughs> but uh, it, so it was tough because, you know, you're so used to – people being quite straight up yeah. in Australia. Genuine, yeah. And so when I came out here, a lot of people would say, oh, yeah, no, I've got this job for you or you'd be promise great for my world. D- promise the world yeah. and nothing happens. And so that that I found very disheartening. Mm-hmm. Also tall poppy in Australia, right? We don't – like you won't have as many people who are trying to brag about how – great they are right whereas exactly. here it's the opposite it's yes. like unless you are so great and know. listen there's something about the mentality here that is like very supportive of people trying to be successful yes. which i yep. do love I noticed that too and i love that like people believe that you can and and aren't yep. offended if you're successful or whatever there's yep. not really a tall pop- poppy syndrome here yep. they don't really get threatened by other it, people right yeah. exactly because there is so much opportunity and yep. there is space yep. for everyone so. this market is great for that i mean we even we've talked about this before before Emily got the cover of Women's Health Australia, mm-hmm. we got the cover of Women's Health US. Oh, wow. They were supportive before we could get the That's Australia amazing. And Australia yeah. was like launching all these different things with like fitness people and yeah. I wouldn't even be included. And it was like, I've d- yeah, I definitely had a very similar um, experience in Australia. Not that mm. um, not that I've been back there much, you know, trying to, to yep. work because I'm based here and my family's here and all of that sort of stuff. Yep. But I, I definitely don't don't feel that I would have the support there that mm. I do here. No, isn't it a shame? It's so mm. bizarre, isn't it? And it's crazy because I love Australia so much. Me, like me too. So, so much. The people are incredible, but there is just that barricade. There is Whereas a here, bit. everyone... I, but I would have hazard to guess that there would be no city in the world that has as many hopefuls right. as LA. Yes. Like everyone here is I mean, you go to, to a restaurant and everyone is absolutely stunningly beautiful. Who, yep. And, and the, even the way that everyone who yeah. works there, yeah. like everyone looks great because this is where you come and you have to slog it out to, to get mm-hmm. where you want. And I certainly found that. So my experience was I got quite lucky when I booked H2O in that it was my first TV job that I ever auditioned for. And I got the job because I'm, I'm a fairly wow. good swimmer and not because I knew how to act. Amazing. So that was I I just presumed it would be easy like that, which yeah. is so a lot of people from that show have gone on to like great things. Yeah, too, so right? so Phoebe who um Phoebe is one Tongan? of my yeah, one yep. of my really dear friends, we've done three shows together now. Yeah. So she works out here a lot and Kariba works out here. The two the two um girls who I was on the show with, uh I think Kariba still lives here, but we've worked out here, which is How really crazy. lovely and awesome. Yeah. Uh, but at the time, I was an t- absolutely terrible actress. I really didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to hit a mark. I didn't know how to deliver dialogue. I didn't know where to look. I didn't I, – I just – it was a huge learning curve for me. What made you want to be an actress? Oh, you don't think gonna, you were This good, is going to sound so lame. No, but it's to fine. to be honest, I was working for my dad as a medical typist mm-hmm. and he was paying me $5 an hour at the time. And I was like, this is 
too bloody hard. I'm not doing this. Wow. <laughs> I don't want to be boring. Five, or I would be filing down in the like the garage parking lot of this something like, and I just was like, there's got to be a better way to make money. There's <laughs> yes. got to be. And so, so I you did, chose the hardest field. I did a screen acting course <laughs> when I was probably 16 years old, and I started to do some TV commercials, and. At that time, you know, I, I made what I thought was the most ridiculous amount of money in the world and I was loaded and I would, you know, retire. It was probably like 500 bucks for a commercial. Yeah. But to me as a kid, that was like huge. So I would put that money away. I was like, great, if I can do this and I don't have to be paid five. I'm sure, I'm sure it was five dollars out. It might be ten. I don't know what minimum wage was. That's fair work. In my Picks mind. The, the, way, <laughs> the, the way that I've told myself the story in my mind it was is it was, it was, I was He's changed. Call to like, excuse me, it was 25. And I was Sorry, Dad. You. <laughs> yeah. He always says that. He's like, I think you made that up in your head. Yeah. Um, but so when I realized that there was an easier way to earn money, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'll be able to save for university because I you know, uh, applied to university and got in and then I just What were you going to do? So I was going to do business management just because I had no idea really what I wanted to do, but I probably would have ended up transitioning to something in sciences because that's just what I love. But um, so I deferred university and I was doing TV commercials and then my TV commercial agent said to me, uh, hey, we have this, this opportunity for you to audition for this TV show. Uh, they need a swimmer and I know that you play water polo and you swam in high school and whatever so do you want to try I was like Ugh, I guess okay fine and so I kind of blew the acting audition it, it wasn't that I was like bad but I don't think I was the favorite at all and then I went to the swimming portion of the audition and I held my breath for a 50 meter like Olympic swimming pool I just wow. like, dove in and swam the whole length of the pool and I came up and they were like you're hired <laughs> <laughs> so I think they figured that they could teach me how to do it. <laughs> it's uh, harder to find someone who can hold their breath underwater for that long. And we did a lot of swimming on that show. So, you know, yeah. it, was, it was kind of a requirement that we, we could have yeah. least like, And it's tough. It, long it, it was very hard. There was a long, long, long days oh. of swimming. So after I'd done that, I, um, I decided – I met with a manager in, in Australia who was based here who really believed in me and it, I was very lucky to have that situation. And I came out here and I was like, well, it's going to be the same, isn't it? I'm just going to go in and I'm going to get a job because someone will one. see that they yep. can probably like <laughs> make, it work. make it work and I might not be that good but they may be able to figure it out or something, right? And, you know, I'm, I like to show up on time and I always know my lines and <laughs> so it'll be fine. It was not fine. <laughs> uh, I did 142 auditions wow. that first year before I got my first job. Wow. This is so important for people to know. 142. Yeah. 142. And do you know what's so funny? The, f the job that actually, uh, for me, the Vampire Diaries, which was... Yeah, which I love, that, by the way. Thank you. We should say to people, that's probably the, the two big ones, like Vampire Diaries and the originals. Yes, the Vampire Diaries I and the originals. I love them both. I love them both. And Phenomenal I didn't watch shows. for so long. And my friend was like, you got to watch. I was like, oh, I don't know. Watch it. My favourite Oh, show. you love it? I love both that. That's amazing. so awesome. Yeah. And Such you're amazing on it. And you're a great you. actress. Thank so you so much. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, well, I wasn't. You've improved the then. I've worked very hard. But, so... My manager at the time said to me, because this audition came through for The Vampire Diaries, it was a guest star. And I was like, I don't know. I just don't think I want to move to Atlanta. I, it's so far away. I don't know anyone. And she goes to me, Claire, you've done 142 auditions. You yeah. need to go in for this. You don't <laughs> yes. really have the, the privilege to be able to be picky. <laughs> And you know what? She was right. Like, and so, so it Atlanta's better than like Siberia too. It so is like. much. And by the way, I love Atlanta now. And I think it's a great town. But it was just a long way away and I had no network there and I didn't know anything. Of course. But that first year that I was out here when I was constantly rejected, mm. it was really tough for me. And I remember one day I was – It's it was actually so close to here, this hotel. It's very wow. crazy. Right up on Sunset Boulevard um, – mm -hmm. 
I remember sitting on a bus stop and it was noon and I just burst into tears. I wasn't catching the bus anywhere. I was, it wasn't like I needed to get anywhere. I just didn't, I had no one and I was alone and I had no money left and I had like no network. And I felt so embarrassed that it kept, like I kept failing in my yeah. eyes. Rejection's the hardest thing. burst into tears. And you know what? No one asked me. <laughs> Must happen a lot here. Because yeah. no one asked me if I was all right Aww. or anything. I think that just... And I was. I right. would have asked you. If you I were know. Right. You I would have given you. All of them being like audition. I, yeah, <laughs> they knew another, right, one. another one by <laughs> the dust. <laughs> but I had this feeling. I was like, I can't quit yet. Yeah, I can't because you put I put too much into it. I don't want to go home with my towel between my legs. I, I, I and type I've, and do all. <laughs> yeah, and I've been here now, and I've like made this commitment, and I just I have to keep going. Mm-hmm. So I did, and. I guess the 143rd audition was the, that the was one. It. And you became Rebecca. And I became Rebecca and the rest is history. And so you said it was a guest role. It was a guest role. But then they extended it, did yes. they? Yes. So oh, I originally signed on. And I think they probably do that a lot with newer characters. And I, they, I'm sure they had some idea that they'd like it to be something. But if they miscast and they get someone yeah. that they don't really mm-hmm. like, you know, then they have the ability to yeah. be like, okay, it's not going to work out. So I signed on for three episodes. And then that first year they kept extending and extending. And then... It, it turned into a seven-year-long crazy, crazy. wasn't it? Yeah. I tell you what really got me though. I wasn't very happy about this. So you know, sorry right. to the writers, but when they were like, "Oh no, now she's in a different now body." She's in a different I, know. Body. I, was I like, know. No, no. to that. I know. You know, it's so funny. I they had been so wonderful to me the whole time, and they had always said like, "Please stay." And at that point, it was quite early on, and I was in a relationship, and my sister had. No, she hadn't moved to LA yet, but I just felt quite isolated in Atlanta in the beginning and I didn't enjoy myself. And I said to them, look, I'm so grateful for this opportunity and it's wonderful and you guys have been so good to me, but I just, I feel sad. I don't Mm. feel like I'm at home here. And you can't give your best when you're in the And I don't want to turn into someone who is miserable and, and people notice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I really just need to go back to LA for a little while. And, you know, obviously I'd love to come back and forth and, and I'll, guest star when I can but I just I don't it's not right for me to live here full time and they were wonderful to me and they understood but that led to them going okay so how can we keep this character alive and and moving forward (laughs) so that we can you know make be flexible for you and I I will forever it's it's my fault and I'm very sorry I will forever be grateful the writers are like rewriting everything (laughs) (laughs) no they were so so wonderful the showrunner Julie Plake was like they were just so great to me and I will always be grateful because it allowed me to stay true to myself and and remain hopefully a good person and not a shitty person because yeah. I think sometimes when you're miserable yeah. you can't help but turn into a, a shitty person yeah. and the worst yeah. version of and yourself and then everyone doesn't want to be around you don't want to be around you and then you get a bad reputation and it's not because you purposely try no. to be a bad person but you people feel it and yeah. I just didn't want people to feel that I was unhappy yeah and lonely yeah and um so I took some time and mm-hmm. I went back to LA and I did a few other, you know, I, I did a job that was based here and I had some time to be at home and then I felt recharged enough to be able to go back and forth. But it, it was, it's been a very interesting, wild roundabout career now that I think about it, like how these opportunities came. And um, it's actually quite funny because I'm waiting to hear on something right now. And my husband keeps saying to me, you know, Everything happens for a reason, Claire, and yeah. it sounds very cliche, but it does. if you think back, you can yep. only connect the dots looking back. You exactly. can't looking forward. Yeah. Yep. So if I th- these jobs that I missed out on that I thought were like the be all right. and all and everything that I wanted, and if I'd have taken that, 
I wouldn't have had this other opportunity that came totally. up and maybe I wouldn't have met my husband exactly. and maybe I wouldn't have had the James. Yeah, I wouldn't have my beautiful baby boy and mm. all the time now I think like wow, yeah. all of these things have happened in my yeah. life for me, not against me. Exactly. I think that's the concept though, like generally speaking, and we spoke about this I think on a podcast a few weeks back with Anna, um, about the idea that like luck isn't like a real thing to an extent. Yeah, like right. it it just works harder for you when you're working harder. Yes. Yeah. Like, you gotta and, and the dots put it out there. You can't just sit yeah. there yes. and go, Oh, I'm just gonna, you know, hope or put it out to the world or the universe or whatever it is yeah. or pray. You can't just sit there and do nothing no, expected to come to you. You have course. to put things into action and do something first and make the first move. And I and think that it comes. we I so agree with that and I I also think that like we all inherently know ourselves and our intuition and what our gut and our mind is telling us and sometimes you it's easy to doubt that and yeah. go like I'm not brave enough or I can't take that risk or I don't want to do those things or whatever but we all deep down know what's right for us yeah. and, and yeah. what the next step is and I think that if you just follow that yeah and do you think that's changed to an extent now with Instagram and social media and the whole way the world is going that people aren't as aware about you know their own they're not having that discussion with themselves. I yes. Don't know what you well, I think it, I think there's a um, there's tremendous pressure now to appear a certain way for other people. Yeah. That didn't mm. exist when I was certainly growing up or no. when yeah. I started acting, um, and there there wasn't the pressure to be this image of something that everyone wants to be. Mm-hmm. And when social media started blowing up, or at least Instagram did, when I was on the Vampire Diaries. I remember thinking like, okay, this can be an incredible tool, but it can also be so damaging to people. And like, I really want to do this the right way. Yeah, And I don't want to do it in a way that is going to hurt other people. Yeah. And I don't want to lie. I just Mm -hmm. can't do it. I can't lie. And they'd certainly like, I'm not going to pretend that there haven't been moments in my life where I've been going through terrible things and trauma and I haven't put it on my Instagram. Of course. And I haven't like, like you need to protect yourself. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I haven't said like, you know, I'm going through a terrible breakup or this, that, and anything. Right. Exactly. But, but there also was, I felt, I felt a responsibility to share things that I think will make a difference to other you're a people. Good person. Thank you. <laughs> I try. And I think that, you know, throughout my my fertility journey and my pregnancy, I definitely leaned into that as hard as I could. And yeah. you know, I thought, look, if I have to go through this, there must be so many people. Yeah. And if just one person sees something in what I say mm-hmm. or can relate to it or, d- or doesn't feel alone, like it's worth it. Yeah. And I, yeah. So for the people who aren't aware, uh-huh. you went through a miscarriage. I did, yes. Yeah. I had a miscarriage. I was uh, almost 12 weeks pregnant mm. and I'd had uh, we'd, the heartbeat twice. We'd seen the heartbeat. <sighs> um, but the, he, the baby at the time, I say he, I, I don't know what the baby was, um, but it had always measured a little smaller. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there were there was some indication that mm-hmm. potentially something could go wrong at some point. Mm. Um, but there's no way to, like, that's your mind saying yeah. that. But there's no way to protect your heart in that situation, Absolutely right? like, not. None, no, no way. No explanation. And, you know, I, I th- even in my second pregnancy with James, but in the first one, like, I tried not to connect because I was like, well, if something, go- I don't want to connect yeah. because if then if I lose this back. Protect yourself. But you know what? It hurts either way. Yeah. Like, it just hurts. It, there's no... You can't protect yourself from it. You no. like, you lean in and you feel it, yeah. and then if you have to feel the pain if yeah. that happens. And they say in order to truly love and um, experience good feelings, you have to experience the bad. You have to allow yourself to, and it's good for exactly. us to process it all and come through it. Yeah, and and yeah. and I we were saying earlier when we were discussing it, 
I wouldn't change it yeah. now uh, because I think that, that I've had tremendous like personal healing from being so open and connecting with people and learning about other people's stories yeah. and knowing that, that maybe there was something that I could do mm-hmm. with this and from this it's experience. It's so much more common than we think. It really and just is. just by sharing, you realise that and you're like, wow, these people are going through so much pain and they don't tell anyone. And and I feel like it's now becoming so much more uh, – we are becoming more open about yeah, which is our great. experiences and it makes such a difference. Like there's yeah. something – That's the only positive about social media. For I find sure. That's sort of yeah. coming around to an extent. Yeah, I think so. There's a bit so. more realism and now people are seeing – everyday people and people from the TV and people from this directly able to tell this story yes. of me too. I'm yes. having this problem. I'm, you know, I'm experiencing that we're all more similar than we think. Yes. And I think yeah. so much of social media originally was this aspirational thing. Like I want to be like her. Yeah. Or I want, I want the, the body, the car, Which the money, exists. the this, it definitely does. And there are certain people that that's perpetuate it, and perpetuate it and it works for them and they're happy with that. And that's fine. That was never going to be my thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I was, I'm just not cut out. I'm yeah. not a fashion blogger. I don't. Like, I like. I don't. I, I wear me, jeans and a t-shirt all the time. I'm I the don't think anyone wants to see it. That's the other you thing know? here that I love. When you're driving Bogan Aussies around, over here. <laughs> when you drive around here, that's what you. So many girls and guys on street corners oh. that are like have the friend taking the photo right. and the angles it's and a the lot. walls and, the and, so and bless them like and it's not they're about working yeah, for exactly. it and maybe they're trying 100%. to do something and I yeah. so appreciate that but I also realize like they're. It, it's not going to last forever. No. No. But it's also important, I think, what you were saying earlier about having that conversation with yourself to mm-hmm. an extent, knowing what you're meant to do and the way that you're, yes. you're feeling, etc. I think there are a lot of people out there who are made to have an Instagram account and yeah. who are made to have a career in that. And yeah. they enjoy all that stuff. They enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, they love it. Looking amazing. Yes. Like for me, sometimes I enjoy it, but most of the time I'm daggy and I can't be bothered wearing makeup or anything and right. I don't even do my hair. Mm-hmm. But that, I'm comfortable with that. But right. that's not, I can't sit here and but say also, it's wrong to you're put in not, effort. Yeah. You're trying to spread the message of health and fitness. The yeah, tool is Instagram. Different. The tool yeah. is right, Facebook. Exactly. Right, exactly. You're not an Instagram. You know, Instagram no. isn't where you started and it was like, what message do I pick? Yeah. You wanted to change women's exactly. lives through health and fitness and you did that via this. You and know. I think you do have the audience because you are authentic and you do connect with people in a way that makes them feel like they know you and, and, and want to be healthy and live a lifestyle like you. And so it, it's not it wasn't or it, at least for me even before we connected as friends i never thought that you were using it as a marketing tool and it was always just like i'm just yeah. going to share my experience and my life and this thing that works for me and like the way that you were so beautifully honest about your postpartum experience and your body and you shared you know your struggles with gaining weight when you're pregnant and like l- learning it, it was so inspiring to me and I I looked at you so often after I had James because there are moments where you're like who am I, I don't even recognize who yeah. I am in the mirror this is not me oh. I don't feel like myself I, and there's I'm nothing not, bad about that I think some people say to me like you should it. be embracing and loving everything but I can't sit here and lie and say it was all amazing and I you know, no, never looked at hell. myself and thought, who's this person? Or yeah. like, I'm so much bigger than I was before. I don't know who I am. What's my identity? And your body hurts. It's not yeah. even just like you lose strength. I felt oh. like I lost strength when I was pregnant because so I much couldn't strength. do th- the things that I used to do. I couldn't work out the way I wanted to. I was uncomfortable. My body hurt. The last yes. 10 weeks, I just walked because I just, my back, like every, oh my I had all these problems. So when I had James and I did get, you know, quote unquote, my body back in terms of like, I didn't have a baby in there anymore. Yeah. I didn't feel like me. I wasn't yeah. strong. I didn't feel healthy. I didn't feel like I, you know, 
was where I wanted to be or where yeah. I felt my best. And so like following your journey was so awesome for me personally. Oh, thank you. And it really that means so much to me coming from you, especially. Oh, uh, I, I really mean it. It, it. And that's why I think people connect with you and your social media is used in a way that's beneficial and helpful and positive. Transparent and, and genuine. Exactly. Which is, is problematic now because that's now the new buzzword. Yeah. Transparency right. and you know, being honest and authentic is now use a way to, to get engagement. Yeah. And so now it's Yes, like, you're right. It's true actually. I have it's noticed that as well. Like you want and, and what I think and I wonder if if this is you know a common thought or maybe I'm just thinking in my head like a lot of times I find that it's hard to strike a, a balance or some people I follow may find it difficult to strike a balance. Like you don't have to have every post no. inspirational and yeah. relatable and this is my struggle or whatever. It is, it, it, it is it's exhausting. exhausting. And I end up not posting anything because I just... You get overwhelmed this, and you yeah. feel like you have to, okay, how oh. am I going to get people to connect with what I'm saying or do I need to be? Po- or do I need to show them another you, bad angle of me or something? You have yeah. to be in a state yourself to be able to do that and it takes right. a lot. And yes. when I'm going through shit times because mm-hmm. it happens, yeah. I don't feel inspirational. Yeah. I don't feel like talking about stuff and I can't yeah. inspire other people and be positive. Exactly. If I feel like shit in myself, yes, because then I'm just lying to everyone, and people can tell. Yeah, they can I, tell the difference. I really do think they can, and I think the other, you know, the thing that that leads to is it's also really important to take a break from it. Yeah, and not if yeah. like if you are having state. yeah for your mental state, oh. if you feel like you're constantly living your life like mm. oh I should be filming right now or I should be posting uh, something. The should or, be thing is just. It sucks, and a lot of the times I'm just like I throw my phone away. I do the same I can't do it. um, Like I know for me, and obviously I don't have a huge social following. My my life doesn't revolve around my Instagram in any way, shape, or form. But I know that for me, nine times out of ten, it's my staff saying to me. Sam, you need to put something on Instagram. Like right. it's five days, you've done nothing. And I think to me, that's why I know the balance is right. Right. I'm never Instagram first. Yeah. That's never and that's my a, thought. And I always think like it, it must be a struggle to go through life if that is your job. And like I have such respect for it, but but to constantly feel like you have to be documenting your life for people yeah. in order to like have a career. For and, strangers. And for strangers. And like constantly thinking okay, how someone's going to respond to this and oh. and what are they going to think and am I going to get negativity the or is somebody over posting it's, it's a lot <laughs> and and so I also like made a conscious effort to not bring that into my journey of motherhood like yeah. I, I want to share what it's like and I, I of course I'm so proud of my baby and I love him so much and I want to I want to post him because I love him but I also think like I don't want to be exploitative or yeah yeah and i don't it's hard isn't it it's very like, hard all the time too i and, and I, people I, like we miss mia we're not seeing her enough and i'm like well i i can't show everything right I'd like, i obviously like to show her but do you think it's it different be because you that? are a celebrity um the idea like if you had no profile mm-hmm. you know your instagram account was you and your mum and your yeah, family and yeah. whatnot do you think you would have that second guess never not for a second yeah, yeah. it's just the, because you have the profile right and and i will say that this is like just a very new thing that's come up for me because I never actually thought, gosh, do I need to think about posting my son and, and whether... Yeah. But like a lot of people have come up and they recognise my baby. Yes, yeah. same. And so so I feel like, oh my gosh, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing. I do the same thing. By sharing him. But he, but he's my baby, and I love yeah, him. And like maybe when he's, a, he, maybe when he's a little older, and he's more recognizable, or has more of a, f- maybe it'll be different. And I don't know what the right answer is, and I, I haven't yeah. struck a balance. I mean, we had this issue in Dubai, right? Yeah. Like it was a bit of a safety concern. I mean, Declan right. was there, and obviously Declan had Mia, uh-huh. and all was fine. And Emily was, you know, on stage doing a workout for thousands of people, and blah blah blah, and everything was fine. And we were doing sort of. While she was on stage, I was backstage and people were grabbing me and saying, can you get Mia over here? 
Oh no! And it's like wow. And, I mean, how yeah. old was me at this stage? Was this going back six months? She eight? was several months old. Yeah, um, oh, over not, a year. Oh. Back. I can't remember how long it got. Was. I think she I remember October. Yeah, she was young. Last year, September, October, November, something like that. I don't but know. she was young, and the idea of these complete strangers saying, to "Can you bring baby Mia over?" I was like. Under no circumstances. Yeah. And I was like, Declan, take her even further away now. <laughs> yeah. And then it was even Emily getting like, can you bring her over also? And it's like, wow, you kind of. It's yeah. really hard. And, and you the know, people mean well. Yes, they yeah. do. do you know what I mean? And they you do. know what I think at the end of the day, I, it's my responsibility to protect my son and I'm going to do everything I can to do that. But I also think that like there are going to be photographs of him yeah. in our life. Can't shelter him. I can't shelter him. So at least you have control of this. And I'm going to try and have control and I'm going to when he can understand, I'm going to share with him that like his life is the way he is because Mm -hmm. this is my career. And if he does, if he doesn't want to be on it, he, I will never like post him again. And I I understand that. Um, But also, you know, I share him and that's how, I am, and yeah. if you, yeah. it's it's just I don't know. It's a personal thing, and I, I think people would disagree. And others, of course, like there are going to be others. More. It's about what we feel. And if yeah, we're comfortable and, and with your it. decision with Deck, and I talked and to my husband about the same thing. Like same thing. Like next year, I might decide, hey, I'm not going to show me or anything. Exactly, and that's, that's fine, and, and that's totally fine. And I think the same thing. I'm like maybe when he gets a bit older, I'm mm. going to start putting him away and he yeah. won't be in my pictures Put him in his little box. and no one's going to care about me at all because apparently they only care about James anyway. <laughs> Same. <laughs> they only friend. care about Mia. Where's they, Mia? They, they don't want to see me. It's true. But uh, it's it's hard and I don't think like no one's really had to navigate this before because no. social no. media hasn't but been such know, a big present. Getting, yeah. and I'm not a parent so I think probably my comments here are somewhat <laughs> defunct. Invalid. But I think that, yeah, very much invalid, but I think that we're only getting more digital. Yes. So this trying the to push it the other way right. is almost a disadvantage. Right. This education, this, you know, if you're doing, I guess, the right thing, whatever that is, with your child and you're educating them and showing them and whatnot, it's almost a leg up, right? Right. Mm. It's only going to get so. worse. I think VR, there is... AR, yes. all this stuff. They're going to be going to school with a set of goggles in their bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, not. is that real? I mean, who knows? <laughs> I, think, I don't know. But I, <laughs> I think... Buying the house next door and making sure... <laughs> do yes. up there. I, I think the answer is like, we ne- it's it's a in all of parenting you never know what the right no. answer is there is just, no right really there, you just do your best and you try well, and do the best that, thing that for is the right answer right? right the right answer is the decision that you make in your exactly. own home right and people and you get this often yeah. people who leave comments and whatnot with suggestions and, yeah. and often and inappropriate and judgment yeah. and whatnot the decision we make in our own home is is the right decision for us. And you, I thought about this. It's so true because I thought about this this morning. I went for a hike early, and did you? Yes, good well, work. I've been having Runyon a sleeping at all. Runyon, oh, yes. And so LA. I know I'm very LA, <laughs> but my son's not with me right now. He's in Miami with his dad, who's a very capable, wonderful mm-hmm. parent. He's in, he's with uh, my mother, and we have an amazing nanny, so he's very well taken care of. And I'm here doing some work stuff. Yeah, and. I was like, if I post something about the fact that I'm not with my child, are people going to think that uh, I am uh, a bad mum because I'm not there with him all the time or whatever? And it's so silly and it's so sad that that's where my mind goes. Not that he has a very capable parent that he's with who loves him. And you're doing this for him too. I am. And and, and guess what? I'm doing it for me as well. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. But I do think every time I'm like, gosh, if I post something or if I do something and I'm away from my child or I'm traveling or I'm not, like, is someone going to think that I'm not doing the best thing? We had this exact discussion with Khloe Kardashian in New York. It was the first time she had left 
um, Baby True. Uh-huh. Um, the first work thing that she'd done that had taken her away for the full day. She wasn't comfortable bringing True on the trip. Right. Uh, and it was one night away. She red-eyed, so she didn't have to do two nights. Uh-huh. Red-eyed in, did a public appearance in Times Square, flew to Seattle. And it was that one night that she flew straight back to make sure it was just the one night. Yeah. And of course, her whole family's there. Like, True is wrapped in the greatest yeah. family love ever. Yeah. Um, and Emma and, you know, Chloe spoke at length about, like, she was getting smashed with comments yeah. from people saying, it's how can so you? It's so sad. And, it, you it? know, it, what I think it just says more about the people who are sitting behind their computer. I think it is more about that and then projecting their own. But it doesn't mean things. that it doesn't touch on a nerve of, of your own. Like yeah, it touches absolutely. on a nerve of mine, which is to me too. I feel guilty when I'm not with my son. Yeah. And I feel guilty if I have help, yeah. I should be with him and I should be doing it or I sh- I'm his mother. Yeah. And it's such a shame because... In reality, I think that that's like perpetuated so much in society that we have to do, and we, you know, we have to be selfless. We have to do it all. We have to work hard and be. But where is like, this person? I do. I don't where know. is this person that yeah. does it all? I don't know. I literally just did a story about this this morning. Exactly oh, you did? what we're talking about. Really? How we feel like we have to do, do it all and we feel like we have to do it all right and then we yeah. feel the guilt yeah. because we're trying to do everything and then leaving our baby at home because Mia's at home with her dad uh-huh. and then I feel guilty and then other people are making that even worse for me. It's just it's, who's this person that does really it all know. and does it all right? They don't, they don't exist. At, they exist only in the minds oh. of the people on the internet. Exactly. And the irony is they're on the internet leaving this horrible comment while their child's playing by themselves in the other room. But um, you know what? Like, yeah, and guess what? They're modeling bullying. That's it. Yes. Which is not what I want to model. Sad. What I think for me is like again, you know, a bit defunct here, being the non-parent in the room. <laughs> no, I think but you've got quite I a good perspective. The, the, um, yeah, I feel like a someone involved in Emily's family. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it's about the time that you do spend. Yes. Sure, you're away for two nights or whatnot. Exactly. But when it's you're quality. there, it's quality time. Yeah, and it's not you go in there and play on an iPad and I'm doing this separately. It's quality time. It's how your family operates. For and sure. I think there's a lot of people who don't understand quality time yeah. Pres- being present yeah. isn't the same and no. I'm not resentful not of, happy. of my experience because I, I've gone and I've done stuff that I'm passionate about yeah. and that yes. I love I that love makes to you work. happier and a better mother it makes me happy and then I yeah. go back to him and I'm like thrilled and I yeah. love playing with him and I put my phone down mm-hmm. and you yep. know we I talk to him and I yep. do all the things and that I want to do but there have been moments where I haven't been working and I have felt down because I miss that side yeah. of myself and I ha- probably haven't been the most present mm-hmm. mother earlier in some of the earlier moments because I was like gosh who am I I'm not I've lost myself I don't feel like do you think you still have this before social media or do you think the judgment now is a different level it's way different level I think Uh. I think you definitely still have the guilt I think that's a personal thing but this element of what are people going to say to me if I'm not with my child or if and it's mass like we're talking about a Mass scale. Well, that, that's the public figure thing, it. right? Though, like for the two of you, right. I mean, you know, I mean, even probably oh, worse to an extent you. with the public profile. But you know what? Celebrity I've been very lucky in that I don't often get like a huge amount of hate. Um, people are generally very respectful. I can't imagine anyone me. giving you hate. Oh, you're, you're the so most lovely. loveliest person you. and real person, Thank and the stuff you, you post. I'll be leaving comments people. later about having a character cut off. Let me tell you, I'll be the one leaving comments. How dare you swap bodies? Um, no, I think that's very true, though. But I think it's we just have this culture now yeah. where it's just people's opinions <sighs> have all the weight in their own minds because they can leave it as a comment. Yeah. Right, and they don't and have to just, say it to your face. Yeah. Well, and I, I think also, and sorry to cut you off, but I think that people feel like they know you better yeah. Yeah, because they they've do. grown up with and you to an right. extent on social media, whereas mm-hmm. they don't know you, I think, because of the TV separation. Right. So I would have thought that you would have had somewhat more negativity because they feel such a disconnection between... I think, you know, what I will say is it, it 
also a little bit depends on the pe- your followers, right? Of course. Like yes. what community of You've people perpetuated. Totally. follow you. And I have a lot of younger mm. girls and women who are really kind and genuine and lovely and whatever. And I don't have a lot of followers, at least I haven't seen them, yep. who yeah. are going to spew hate on my page. And I made it very clear early on when that did happen. I don't tolerate it. I don't believe yeah. in it. I think we should be loved. Like, I Support will each other. How hard is it? It's not hard to be kind. Uh, I think it's the most important thing in the world. Just be kind. Is. And so... Um, it is the hardest thing in the world, though. It, yeah, it's, it it's is. Just, it's missing. Yeah, it is. In so many corners of the earth that we see. I mean, we talk about this all the time, uh, but I remember the first time you and I ever worked together, a few months in, um, we went on a world tour, basically, to different <laughs> fitness events around mm-hmm. the world, and we went and appeared. And I was blown away about how truthfully disgusting the industry is that Emily's in really? because of how all these people and they're leaving beautiful comments on Emily's page and they're this, that and the other and in media interviews and this, that and the other and in person it was like, I'm not speaking to you, you're competition. Stop. And it was this toxicity mm. that I was because I didn't come from the fitness industry, I know mm. you're shocked, um, I didn't come from the <laughs> fitness industry but uh, so to see it was like, whoa yeah, this is, you know, like um, I think it, um, I felt the same like when I first started getting healthy and fit and it, I, I did it because I wanted to change my life and feel better and sort of get through my depression and anxiety mm-hmm. and everything that I was dealing with and just being lost basically fitness was was it gave me life I felt right. amazing and I thought everyone who's like in the fitness industry is so lovely and now this is before I was anyone in the industry uh-huh. and so they're lovely to me and I thought they're such happy beautiful people and so supportive of each other and I used to harp on about it for ages yeah. until I started growing my profile and then people got and jealous, then everyone huh? was just yeah it, Very and not people. everyone some people are lovely. Very few. Um, but very Emily's few. burdened with that nicety that it's I'm di- not. It's just so um, disappointing. It is, it is, especially for an industry that promotes, I don't know why I make it adjacent, but wellness and to me happiness yeah. is a part yeah, of that whole. Yeah, inclusion and yeah. yeah. And Everyone can get fit and this, that, yeah. yeah. And I think it's just, I mean, it's a f- it's human nature and it's 100%. a character flaw in some people, like jealousy. I, mean, I think that's the Australian component of, of your followers too. Yeah, like we're talking about the tall poppy syndrome. Right. Do you, you find know? that you experience oh, a lot of tall poppy syndrome? Quite a lot. And even people I know in like real life away from social really? media. Yeah, that's such a shame. People, yeah, it's, it, it is. And it, I took it to heart because like I'm a very sensitive person. Right. I've never been – I don't know how to explain it. So when I started doing well, um, I felt almost guilty Right, almost imposter syndrome as well, which is like a very common feeling. And I felt like I couldn't talk about my successes or anything because I felt like somehow it was making the other person or my friend feel bad bad about themselves. Yeah, because they weren't where they want to be in their life and I was sort of getting, I was finally getting somewhere because everyone around me was used to seeing me basically fail at a lot of stuff Uh because before I started fitness, I was was totally lost. So I didn't really do that well and they were used to that, I think. Some but once the young lovely, rich list came out, I mean, the oh, AFR, you're listening to Oh, I bet that, that'll do that it. That turned into a real situation, didn't yeah. it? That was very interesting. And I felt embarrassed by it. Like, I wanted to be proud, but I, deep down, I actually felt em- embarrassed. I don't know if that's the right word, but oh, like, that's because you're so humble and you're, you know, it, it, I do understand that feeling of of not wanting to gloat or not yeah. wanting no, to seem. I hate seem, that. I can't yeah, do it. I'm so uncomfortable. To with seem it. that you're like overly proud of yourself or yeah. whatever and I think again that's a partly Australian thing like I, f- so. I feel the I same avoided, way I like, plague talking about anything I feel uncomfortable I don't like compliments I don't no. I, I mean I will try to be better and say thank you me but I, I don't I think the part of me doesn't want to see anyone to think that I'm f- full of myself I'm the same you know oh. and it, it's a hard I thing think it's, I think it is Australian I think you're right 
Yeah. I think we have a built-in I don't thing. really find it here. No. I think success is promoted here. And again, potentially in an unhealthy way sometimes. Like you have yeah. to – the hustle is so important and yeah. you have to like work, work so hard and, and you can't <laughs> stop and this, that and the other. And But also I've – in this industry been supported and been told like you can do this and there's no reason you can't and i think i like to think like like life my mom used to say this to me actually life isn't a pie like there's not if i take this much of the pie then there's only this much left for you it doesn't work like that there's enough for all of us exactly and if we just behave that way it it, it's a way better way Mm -hmm. to exist and and being resentful another another um quote that i love is like resentment is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. die yep you suffer you suffer you yep. you it's one of my favorite quotes are too. miserable we're and sisters aren't we we are yes we're related <laughs> yes, we are. Um, so i i think that here thankfully i've had the experience aside from a few like negative comments here and there which i can take on the chin i'm fine um i developed a very thick skin, thick skin. because of all of the rejection i experienced yeah. Yeah. when i first came out here you had to go through that i did it's part of the big picture yes uh but in general people are really wonderful that's good. and that's been a nice thing because i am fearful that my child and hopefully children one day will grow up in a world where it's not like that for yeah. them and i don't know what the answer is but i'm well, just going to try and promote the, goodness your kids, and your kids and i say kids if you have more, i hope to have a wonderful mother and, oh, and father you, too that will teach them how to deal with these things I hope I so. like. and i'm trying to be like that for me do you think well. that do you ever get overwhelmed yes. at thinking like oh my gosh there's so much i have to teach my child yes. and navigate and, and what i went through as a teenager i just think oh my god how i do don't I save want her? yeah i don't want him to have to oh. you know be bullied and yeah. and i think about what happened to me in high school and some of the bullying i went through so I'm you like, were bullied I too really yeah, it was awful. Like, listen, it was never physical or anything, and I'm sure people have had Sometimes it really worse than me. Sometimes even emotional can be. But worse, I remember but. I have this such a clear vision of in the ninth grade. Um, we were in this big friendship group, and I got um, spring cleaned, what is what they mean? called it. But basically, we were all sitting down, and I walked over with my lunch, and no, I'm good. Um, sorry, Sam's pointing out my phone ringing right here. Oh, that's uh, you're a good, good bloke. <laughs> Just in case. Um, so. Uh, I walked over to the group and they said to me, uh, we've been told that we have to cut down the numbers in the friendship group so we're spring cleaning what? you. And I said, I'm sorry? And they're like, yeah, we're spring cleaning you. They, they used those words. <gasps> it was one girl in particular, actually. Like, I don't know. Like mean so I said like? to them, I was like, well, can I just eat my lunch? Because I do, <gasps> Could I eat my lunch with you? And they were like, no, I'm sorry, you have to go. So I remember, I so clearly oh, no. had this memory of like walking back with my, my head down. Like, I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know who I can, I'm gonna ask to sit with I guess I'll just sit by myself and I did preparing you for rejection it did but I remember Mm -hmm. that and I have such a visceral reaction like inside of me Mm -hmm. when I think about what happened I'm feeling it too and so I think I want to save him from that I don't want him to Mm -hmm. feel that but then part of growth guess what I'm tough as shit now yeah I can really you can can do anything to me and it's probably not gonna bother me you can call me anything you can you can be as mean as you want that aren't as they don't affect you as much as Things like talking about your son or being away from those things right. sort of have an impact that to does, an extent. Because p- 
probably there's some form of like personal yes. truth guilt. Like maybe it. they are right. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like, stuff like, oh, you're ugly or you're, you're this, ugly like, or you're whatever. fat or whatever. Like I'm like, cool. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah, a supermodel. I don't that. have to be. That's not my job. So <laughs> even though you're stunning. Too. <laughs> Nine times out of All 10 the when they see a shiny surface and it's like, hi, oh my God. I'm <laughs> fat. What was that? No, it's, it's, listen, that stuff is fine, but it's the things that maybe touch a nerve in me and the things I might be Anything to do with parenting. Parenting. And I've obviously, I'm new parents so this yeah. is all new to but me you, too it, it's the most important thing in your life i think it is nothing job i guess you can call it there's um, no there's been no I, everyone said to me like oh you don't know the love of your child i'm like yeah, oh. yeah okay i get it i get it you but don't get you it you just do you don't get it and then even like it, i had a little bit of a tough time connecting right away because i had such bad anxiety postpartum um, yeah me too but once i got through that ang- anxious time and you know did therapy and realized that it was just my thoughts and it wasn't reality. Yeah. I, this little person is just like everything in the world mm-hmm. to me. And all I want to do is make life great for him and, yeah. and help him to, to be happy all the time. And I know that's not a reality, but so when people, if anyone were to say to me anything that made me feel like I wasn't doing that, it would yeah. crush oh, me. You question yourself and, oh yeah. It's awful, oh, isn't it? It's and it's awful. like it's so most, unfair. And I'm sure all mothers feel oh, that at some point in their life. And I'm we just, sure. I, and to fathers as well. I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I, I know that my husband doesn't feel the guilt the same way that no. I do. He has such same a great balance. I wish it. I could be I more like that. that. Me too. I do think it is a male-female thing. Right. Yeah. I'm sure you're not allowed to say that anymore. But I, I do think there's You're not allowed to do anything anymore. Yeah. We're amongst friends and oh, all well. the people listening. <laughs> and they're all lovely people. I've said right? far worse. Yes. So. But I, I do think it is one of the, the, the core differences, the sensibility between, you know, mum and dad or, you know, male and female. I really think it is. You know, yeah. I don't think that's because for me, even me and my sister, I, I know that no comment on social. I've be, I've received death threats on my page. Oh, many times. Oh God. And truly, I, I find day. that I death find it quite not recently, but like yeah, I was getting it for well, I on from my like page. private accounts or of course. Oh, no one puts their face there. No one's got yeah. The no followers. No. No photos. I made the mistake of um, making a comment Lord. about people who drive. You'll know this from Australia. Uh-huh. People who drive cars with a muffler um, is valued at more than the entire car. Right. I don't understand that audience. Right. Um, myself. <laughs> <It goes> <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't get and it. They drive past and look at everyone and make sure they're looking at them. <laughs> and I made that I always comment. say, I'm so sorry about your small penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you remember that ad yeah. with the little finger? <laughs> yeah. And um, that audience gets rolled up. And so I was, they found my mobile number. No, they didn't. Yeah, they called me. I gave it to them. They were, yeah, (laughs) they were submitting stuff through our company website, like direct hate directed at me. And I found it truly hilarious. Like I was. Nothing affects Sam, guys, so don't even bother. I thought this is the great, like if you can be bothered. You've made it. To find my phone number and call and yell at me down the phone. I was like, oh, this geez. is marvellous. Yeah. Like so they deserve great. an award for all that yeah. effort. Whereas I know if someone left anything on Courtney, my sister's oh, profile, she'd, she'd, she'd fall apart. She like it's just, it, I mean, yeah. look, she's quite she, tough with certain yeah. things, but there are certain things I know that get to her and will eat like, away. Like I would probably be upset. Uh, absolutely. Whereas t- if it's something that pops in, I, I just, the, the end of it, I've forgotten it. 
Probably because I have a bad memory. I wish I could be like that. Like, I'm a lot better than I used to be. Way better. Yeah. But I would love to be like you or Deck. Like, I just feel like nothing affects you. I think that's the sensibility. I really think that women just had that. I think so. And I think also there's something like primal when you have a child. That's totally different. Yeah. Feeling of like, I need to protect this thing. Yeah. Which is why I find it so disgusting when another mother says something to another mother. You should know. Like, not that anyone has the right to say it, but a mother worse, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think You would feel the same and you're attacking someone else's you know what i tell myself sometimes i you know and this may be like a very you know rose-colored glasses opinion but i try and say you know what maybe they don't know that they're doing it yeah maybe they do genuinely think they're trying to help me by telling me i should breastfeed my child for this amount of time or i should maybe they genuinely think they're helping and if that's the case i'm i do think there's two categories we spoke about this in Mm. our podcast a few weeks ago as well i think there are a group of people who are deluded and they think that the information they're giving is actually valuable Uh and it may help you and there's just the nasty people who have a bad life their intent is to hurt you yeah, and whether they oh know their intent is to hurt you or not, that is, it's the negativity. That's I don't know how you can't know them. sometimes though. I feel like Look, some of the I think things that's where just... empathy comes in, right? Where yeah. like they have such an awful life, or something's happened to them, yeah. or they're in this terrible yeah. spot, and that's what I always. And they're think. just lashing yeah. out, and they don't even realize that's. And I think yeah. that's, but at the end of the day, it is still this external negativity mm. that's unneeded. And I used to not even think about that years ago, and I guess with maturity and as I've gone on, I've realized. But people. If people are able to be like that, mm-hmm. be so nasty to others, they must be in so much pain. Yeah. And every single day they wake up and they hate their they hate their lives, yeah. they hate themselves. They look in the mirror and go, I you know, I'm not happy and, and I feel actually real I feel really bad for them. I do, I think that's I the healthiest do. way to be able and to when process I it. Put myself in that because I, I have the ability to do that. Yeah. I really feel like really, really feel You're like a real sensitive. empath, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Too much. I wish I could change that a little bit to be honest. But I then I'm able to deal with it better because yeah. I see it from their perspective. Gosh, I'm sorry bad. you guys have like had to deal with such negativity. I, d- I had no idea that it oh, don't worry oh, about like me. that. I'm fine. Oh, we're fine. <laughs> we're so no, totally I know silly. you're fine, but I'm just saying I really didn't realize like in Australia or in the fitness Look, industry it's, I asked it's that for way. It. Um, on my page I asked for it because <laughs> I'll go after You're things. inflammatory. So when, yeah, when it, when it comes back at me, it's not a problem. Uh, I asked for it. I'm happy to but take it. Yeah, you're fine with it. It's very different to you. But we'll t- you're we'll putting out positivity this. and authenticity, and it comes yeah. back to negative. But, I find yeah, that, that sucks. disgusting. But that here's does the suck. thing: like we were saying before, I feel like I have to hold back so much of myself. Yeah. And Sam knows it too. Like sometimes I say, if people like heard me right now, they'd probably hate me because not that I'm doing anything bad, but just that. You know, everyone, no one's perfect. And sometimes you and say you have things to that are stupid. think and all the time, okay, if I say this, yeah. is this going to be interpreted the, the, the way I mean way. it or the way that exactly. someone else hears it? Or, yeah, yeah and it, it's really... And you so a lot of the time you're just like, I'm just not going to do anything. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to do so anything. It's so hard. And I yeah. wish I could. And I guess there's a good thing in that too because I do want to keep some of myself for my family yeah, my real life. Yeah, of course. But I, I also hate because I do base a lot of what I do on being authentic and being real and sharing so yeah. much. I think where do I draw the line and then if I if And I go stories further, make oh. it harder, don't they, in Snapchat because yes. there's so much and more the content now and you're in the moment and it's mm. it feels, you know, you have less time to be able to think properly and yeah. like separate. It's yep. and, it, and in order to like build your mm. brand or business, I'm sure it's much more important to be present and, and have yep. that engagement. 
engagement. But that then that's so much more that you have yeah. to think about. And, and the things I delete, like or don't even post because I go, oh, but what if they interpret it the wrong way and I offend someone? Yeah, like, I know. Everyone Me gets too. offended, and sometimes, like most of the time, it's valid. But then other times, I think, yeah, and you, you don't want to. For? You just don't want to offend people. Or it's obvious I'm not trying to offend. Right. That's not what I meant. But they no. draw something out of it, and then I'm like, oh. No, we definitely got on the long end. But I am going to play. Oh, it's sorry, sorry, sorry no, team. I love that. But I'm going to play I can talk. a game that Get I've just going. invented to myself. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't want either of you to talk before That's I hard. end this. Great. I'm going to ask you, and we're going to say it at the same time because I want to get this answer. What age are the kids allowed to have Instagram? Don't say it out loud. Oh. I want you to think about it. I want a number, and then I want you to both say it at the same time. If they come to you I tomorrow, don't have it. Oh. I need you to come up with a number. Thinking hard. Can I say it now? Everyone's, yeah. No, not yet, not oh. yet. Everyone's <laughs> melting in the room. You can say it at the same time. I don't want either of you to influence each other. I just want to hear that number. But, like, mine has, like... Yeah, no, no, I've got conditions, conditions on it. About, there's yeah. conditions on no, it. Just conditions. You can write the conditions after. Okay. And the conditions want, are applied forever, by I just the way. want the yeah. number to start with, all right? Have you got a okay. number in your head? I think so, but I feel head? like it's a bit yeah. young, but whatever. Right, here we go. Ready? Okay. On three. One, two, three. 13. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I've gone early, and here's why. Because I feel like when <laughs> I... I thought 16 originally, and then I feel like when I was 16... I mean, I was already working at 16. And that yeah. was like, yeah. I think if I didn't, but what the conditions would be, like, I have monitor. to monitor. Yeah. I want to know yeah. who follows you, who you follow is absolutely not public. And you unless, have a mirror of like what it is. Right. Like, the profile. You need and access, I can, right? You need access. You, right. But I just, maybe, oh, now maybe I'm like that mum on Mean Girls where she's like, you kids want some tequila? <laughs> I'm okay. a cool mom. I can tell you, 16 is not happening over here. That is such yeah, a rubbish. Yeah, 13, right? Yeah, I think that's I feel like it's think? a bit like high school. I was going to say never. I was actually going to say 18. 16 is no. old. In, like, you're, 16 and to is be fair, young, I but I haven't even old. thought about this. So that's, I know, it's I like not. I'm sure I'll change it. But like at the moment, yeah, it, d- it depends. Good luck telling her that, by the way. She's going to be like, But she's going to she's gonna hate me. She's going to be like, mom, she'll run off to dad. Dad. And he's like, yeah. no, nah, you're never having it. What yeah, if he's worse than me? Guy. I try and think about like, I'm going to use that as when did my dad say I could date or have a boyfriend? Like it's kind of when the same thing. When did you get a mobile thing. phone? I think I was 12. Because that was oh. big. That, that was big. Right, a that mobile phone. So 12, like 13. 16. I was 16 when I got really? a mobile phone. I think I was 10 because I played but golf. But I'm older. And so I was out on the golf course. And you needed So mum was like, yeah. you need I had a lot of sport. But I'm older and they came out when I was like... 14 or 15. Yeah, do you so remember those Nokia brick Nokia 30, phones? The 3310. <laughs> and 3210. Well, 3310. 3315. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then I upgraded to a Motorola Razor, which oh, was very shit. I had some back? flip phones. I felt cool. How crazy is that? <laughs> Might get one for yeah, Nostalgia. You almost bought one the other day, remember? <laughs> At we're at, um, it's so rare for us where we were Rite at Rite Aid, Aid. and they've got like in the back they've got like all the phones you can buy and they're from like prehistoric days amazing like, one day they'll be worth so much phone. they will it's good. <laughs> Play, good. I, I played snake for way too many hours I remember on that, that on the bus on the school bus uh-huh. I was like and your yeah. thumbs would get sore but those are the days right where snake one you couldn't go through the walls but snake two you could now there's an upgrade when you get a high score as well you're weak on the bus coming home hello hello I know oh my god well I think we should wrap it up there because that right. has been a long end, but um, we're going to take amazing. Claire home with us, though. Yeah, we'll leave you. I need to come back. I'm actually coming back for Christmas, so oh my gosh, oh, the Gold Coast. I'll be in Brisbane, so I'm right there. 
We are down. going to. Oh, I mean, we'll it's do Christmas, something. so you probably won't have time. But no, no, no. Well, I'm around actually for a week before Christmas. Um, I'm bringing James a little bit early, uh, so that he can adjust to the time. Yes, yeah. our kids can does. meet. Yes, Amazing. arranged marriage, perfect, <laughs> perfection. Yep. All right. Well, um, as always, thank you for listening in, and thank you so much for joining us, Claire. Yeah, awesome. thank you. Awesome. I really loved that. I enjoyed it. I could Me go too. on forever. I could too. Thank you for cutting That's us why off. That's I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put the brakes on. And perfect. then I'm like looking at Sam like you. Yeah. <laughs> I another you. topic. We're going to lose all the listeners. I'll hear about it from the listeners <laughs> too. They'll be like, why is Sam okay, guys? We <laughs> get it, all right? Hey, everyone, go over to Sam's yeah, page and give him shit I about need. this. Cutting us off, how dare he? Just because they're talking about mum stuff and he can't relate. That's it. I know my point was this is my all invalid, so I didn't no, like it. No, it was good. <laughs> Excluded. Yeah, well, that's, um, that's another episode. All right. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us. And thank you, Claire. Thanks for having Christmas. me. I'll see you Make then. Make sure you subscribe and go over to the You Can by Emily Sky Instagram and let us know what you think and what you want to hear in the future. And remember, you can. I'm mouthing it to her. I'm like, you can. There was no brief. There was no pre-talk. No, no pre-talk. Let's get this right. I thought you can take directions, right? That is it. That's it. Yeah. That was good. Bye, guys. Thanks so much. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the You Can podcast with me, Emily Skye. This podcast is part of the Spin Studio Network. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and I'll be so grateful if you could rate and review my podcast. To stay up to date with me, follow me on Instagram at youken by Emily Sky and join our closed Facebook group so we can chat. Just search youken by Emily Sky.